Welcome back to the Witchy Lifestyle Podcast. This is episode 10, Pet Grief. We're back again with the Witchy Lifestyle Podcast. This is Kalina Lawless and... I'm Patsy Henneberry. And we're bringing you cues and clues from nature and all the good witchy stuff. You can also catch us on TikTok, the dot witchy dot lifestyle. So, pet grief. It has a nice follow-up from uh, our last podcast, which was grief and healing. And, um, you know, pets don't really get the attention they deserve in the topic of grief and healing. So we thought we'd do one just for them. Pets are such a big part of the family. I know, you know, growing up, for me, um, we always had pets so yeah. many pets, so oh my. But uh, as I got older, and it was just a given that I was going to have a pet, and I'm I was very connected to dogs, so I always had a dog. And um, unfortunately, that's part of life, just like everything else. That the you know, they're going to be gone someday. So yeah, I I think that even families they get pets to teach life cycles and to get children used to the idea of death and dying and you know like loving something and then having to let it go and routines too Mm -hmm. you know they get them to uh you know teach them routines and and you know being able to look after something but inevitably it's it's coming the you know the death part so Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's um it's interesting with pets because I think society expects you to not take it as seriously as any other loved one in the human form. Yeah, unfortunately that's true, especially well, for you and I we don't have children, so you know, our pets are our children and unfortunately we're not treated the same if one of our children passes away you know for anybody else they get five or whatever bereavement days for somebody that passes away but for us you know we're back to work the next day yeah yeah uh what's a pet that you've grieved patsy uh my first pet that i had her name was bailey she was a chocolate lab and she was my connection to my first husband so when she passed away 13 years ago, um, I told the vet, uh, like, you're going to have to commit me. (laughs) I'm not going to deal with this very well at all. And her advice, although I thought she was crazy at the time, her advice was Patsy, go out and get another puppy. And actually that I was able to focus not on Abby's illness, but to focus on the puppy. And it did get me through, so. That was sound advice at the time. Mm-hmm. What about you? Um, yeah, it's funny that you mention uh, getting another pet because I had a bird that I had for 17 years from the time I was a teenager. So, you know, until I was in my 30s and it was almost like I, I grew up with this cockatiel that used to sit on my laptop and work with me and, you know, be my, my best buddy. And when she passed away, I ended up getting my dog that I have now, Frida. I ended up getting her like five days later. Just I really felt like 
I needed some something to distract me and yeah um and no regrets so (laughs) although I think like now like when my dogs pass I'll give it more time but just that's what I needed then so that's what I did I get another puppy (laughs) (laughs) but um you know like I've saved things of babies and you know it still kind of like gives me like reminds me of her and gives me comfort like I bought her um her very first toy when I first got her when she was like a six months old and it went into every cage I kept getting her bigger and bigger cage it kept upgrading as I got older and I wasn't a teenager anymore and I could afford better for her so her like little baby toy went into every cage and then I kept that um you know and when uh, my cat Luna died she was also quite old as well she was 17 you know I kept her like toys and her um we actually have some like nail clippings for some reason I think witch. that's a great it's idea. very witchy <laughs> <laughs> well, nothing cat. wrong with that claw of cat <laughs> gotta save it for that great spell one day saving memorabilia that belongs to your pet I think that's a way, great way to uh memorialize them um i know when uh, bailey died we took a uh cast of her paws mm-hmm. and then we painted them so you know we put that in the garden and oh nice yeah and uh again the, you can make pillows or blankets out of their mm-hmm. um belongings and plant a tree or even hanging ornaments that with their picture mm-hmm. during the holidays was yeah, a great for idea. sure when i was um when i was a little girl i um finally convinced my parents to get me a cat mm. and i was at an age where i named everything sarah everything like stuffed animal like everything was named sarah it was my favorite name so i named the cat sarah she was a black cat and um I don't know, I love that cat so much. I ended up getting a cat tattoo when I was, like, 16 years old. It was my cool. first tattoo. I went to this shady <laughs> place that would tattoo a child and <laughs> got a black cat on my ankle. Nice. <laughs> Where there's, there's some regrets there, but, you know. <laughs> it's, it's still memorized. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I always think of Sarah when I look at my ankle. So. That's awesome. Even a donation in memory of an animal is a good way mm. to remember them. Yeah, or... those shelters and rescue, wildlife rescue, like any of those kind of places. Lots cause... of people put ashes and jewelry now, too. That's a good idea. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When our cat Mowgli passed away, we got um, we got him in, like, an urn. He's a black cat as well. You can see a theme with me and my cats. Got black cats all over the place. <laughs> anyway, so he's in a black cat-shaped urn, which I have mixed feelings about, but cool. that's what we did with his remains. Yeah. My husband's building a, uh, a box or an urn for um, Abby's ashes, so. Mm. so we'll keep those someplace special. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's hard to say goodbye, but it's inevitable, and, you know, they're only here for a short time, and we love them for as long as they're here. Their, you know, unconditional love of a pet is something that, you know, is very cherished. Absolutely.
So as we mentioned in the last episode, it was grief and healing, and we had a listener comment about that episode, and we thought it would tie nicely into pet grief. So the question was, what is the difference between grief and mourning? Um, To me, I think grief is a more inward emotion, and mourning is a more outward emotion. Yeah, like a morning. Morning is the actions that you take to yeah. grieve, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah, I agree. So, you know, the crying part of the grieving. Mm-hmm. The ritual, like yeah. the burial and the ceremonies and mm-hmm. the honoring, that's mourning. Right. I I, I also think, like, grief is, um, it almost never goes away. Like, maybe you stop mourning actively, but, like, the grief, it's going to come in waves, and it's, like, going to come back suddenly after a long time, and, you know, it's just, um, like Patsy mentioned in another episode, it's, you have your new normal, but it's still, you know, you're still, you're always going to grieve the person. You might not always be actively mourning somebody, but you're going to be grieving them forever. Yeah, I think that's an excellent way to put it. So yeah, if you, and if you have any more questions, feedback, comments, definitely let us know. We love that stuff. Uh, you can email us, thewitchylifestyle at gmail.com, or if you listen through Substack, just leave a comment right on there. And yeah, like we're we're out for this one. This is another one, another one in the can. Another one in the can, man. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So our next one is going to be about um, some goddesses that we want to talk about. So join us then. And uh, until then. Stay Stay witchy. witchy.